Welcome back, everyone, and after a brief hiatus, we are back with another episode of the Knife Nuts podcast, the show that brings you the best and worst the knife community has to offer. Hi, guys. What's up? Hello. How's everybody doing? Pretty good. I actually have a bunch of stuff to talk about, so this is kind of good that we finally are getting around to recording again. That's funny because two seconds ago you said we have nothing to talk about. That is a good point. I mean, <laughs> this shit is going to get very disorganized, but, you know, that's kind of within our wheelhouse at this point. That's pretty much how we roll. Yeah. Jake, Brian, how is your STD cleared up? Uh, um, oh, that, that illness that we both had at the same time. And yeah. it was just a coincidence. It wasn't because we were making out and touching privates. Oh, I'm good. Yes. There was definitely some sort of I bloodborne s- pathogen going on there. I still have some sports. some remnants going on. It's uh, it was a rough one. Yeah, feline <laughs> AIDS is no joke. Yeah. <laughs> Jake, I can't believe you were strapping flashlights to your dong with someone else. <laughs> yeah, you would think with that immolent, the one with the bajillion yeah. like, lumens that lights paper on fire, you think that would just like zap all the STDs immediately. Yes, if anyone not, hasn't seen that yet, not holy without burning crap, skin. Go, yeah. Hold on. Let me tell everyone about that video real quick. Going Gear uh, on their Instagram has posted a video of the, what is it, DX80? Is that what it's called? Yes. Jake? Yes. The yeah, DX- the new uh, Immolent DX80. It's a 32,000 lumen flashlight, and they show uh, a video of them catching some paper on fire with it. So That's right. They're setting fires with their flashlight. And it's well, it's actually not paper. I think it's like a napkin. Yeah. And it should be noted that that, that parlor trick is not it, it, impossible to do with less than 32,000 lumens, etc. But it, it's usually a very different type of beam or even a different uh, source of light that gets hot enough to ignite paper. Uh, you know, even like the wicked lasers and all that kind of fun stuff. But it's it's usually like an incandescent bulb that's just way, way overpowered, to, you know, and it's inefficient enough to make that kind of heat. The reason it's crazy that the DX80 is yeah, doing it with with four uh, um, XHP70s, I guess, which don't make the kind of heat that uh, those other devices do. So it's just that bright. It's just, there's just we that just, much power, that much amperage coming out the front of that thing. That oh, it, it's not the heat. It, uh, it's not the the sort of the front of the light. I forget what it's called. The bezel heating up too much. It's how, setting on fire. Oh, how God, are you guys? No. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How are you guys making something so interesting so freaking boring right now? I mean, because I, I can hold, I can hold make on. any hold flashlight get hot enough to light something on fire no, no, because Dave's, it overheats. Dave's mind is about to explode. He thinks that it was igniting because the bezel was getting so hot. Levon, oh. Levon, oh. tell, tell oh. him the good news. Oh, that, that's not boring now. <laughs> no. no. So it's like a no. fucking laser? <laughs> yes! Yo. Damn, so I'm definitely going to buy one of those because I'm not a huge fan of condoms. Not that we it's at the Knife Nuts creating... podcast <laughs> don't endorse safe hey, sex. sterilize but I'm just sterilize myself every time. Just get one of those, turn it on high. Uh, just aim it at my dick, and then I'm good. And we we have to make sure that you you like kind of open up and flash it inside as well. Yeah, I would have never sure gotten that nothing alive. Open it, open it up. 
<laughs> oh my god, oh, stop. Open he or her and shine it in there and make sure there's nothing alive. Yeah, we're gender fluid. What's, it could be either. Any any cavity, really, that needs to be disinfected, you just get your Imolin and just kind of shine it in there. We're not all gender fluid on this And what if podcast. you see somebody else's wristwatch? <laughs> yeah, well, that, that watch is about to be incinerated, so you don't have to worry anymore. It incinerates all your regrets. <laughs> so that so basically, be a, it's like... Tagline. It will be like pointing a small sun at your at your PP. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pro tip. Anyway, what's everybody been carrying? Oh, what's in this pocket? Besides <laughs> besides sexually transmitted diseases. <laughs> Yo, did anyone, I hope no one caught someone definitely caught me saying something earlier. I'll leave that as a little Easter egg for the viewers because none of you acknowledged what I said. Uh, but I, that story can be for maybe another podcast. But I got I got a bunch of stuff in, actually. I'm I didn't realize how much it was, but it's been like three weeks, so I got a bunch of stuff, so I'm excited. You want me to go first? Yeah. All right, let's start with small things. Uh, first, I want to do a shout-out to Constantine over at uh, Gridomatic. They are a website that sells sharpening supplies, uh, mostly imported from Russia and Ukraine. I bought a silicon carbide benchstone from them, and it came with like the edges chipped, which is not really a big deal. It's still functional, but he refunded me anyway and let me keep the stone, so cool. Uh, nice. Yeah. I got another, in my continuing series of buying sharpening shit, I got another one of the JDM Shapton stones, uh, 5,000. So I'm slowly building my aluminum oxide water stones, but I don't really like what they, I, I feel like I don't really get very crisp apexes from them, but that's another thing. Uh, more fun stuff, my Booze Blades Smoke TS1, the detent ball fell out. So if you guys aren't familiar, there's a knife made by Wee Knives for booze william booze his little company and uh i felt the detent just getting stronger and stronger and i was like hmm, this doesn't seem right and then eventually the ball just popped out and you know that's an issue that happens when you can when you press the detent ball into the steel insert itself and not into the lock bar someone jake brian you guys know more about engineering shit why does that happen Uh, because it was yours Because it was years. Well, if that yeah, uh, I have bad luck. <laughs> if that insert is hardened like it should be, then it it's is. Uh, it's a it's a very different thing to press uh, a hardened steel ball into a soft metal like titanium, where it gets all cozy and sort of snuggles in there, versus uh, another you know fifty eight or sixty Rockwell piece of metal. It's um, it's just a different it's a different beast. But um, I presume the depth was wrong i don't i doubt it moved i, I, doubt, I, I, I would assume it was just not set deeply enough in the first i think there's place. something wrong with the the diameter of the hole itself because i was able to push it back in and now it's still kind of you can feel it working its way out and then you have to push it back in uh, every so often and there seems to be no depth that you can push it to where it does not do that so um what's the diameter of the ball small small diameter <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, exactly then, get, then get a medium one. Yeah, no. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's three sizes. Get a small, little, medium, large. Uh, you'll have to get an extra medium, or it'll be, uh, or it'll be there, two. So, in, in William's defense, he was very communicative on Instagram, and uh, they're supposed to send him another steel insert to replace mine, but that's been like three weeks now. But that, you know, that's the nature of getting shit from China that was made in a limited run. I mean, I mean I'm lucky. There's even other inserts. They're still trying to to decipher the email that he sent them. They don't know what the fuck he's talking about, probably. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So, yeah, let this be a 
a word of caution to people. I mean, as much as I like some of these Chinese knives, this this is some of the problems that can come about, uh, especially with like limited runs with these companies that are doing OEM work for other people. If they don't have like enough parts on hand, like I got lucky that they do, but I also had another knife where they didn't, and it was just like, all right, I guess sure. I'll go fuck myself. I mean, you got to think about okay. it. Like even a lot of these higher end, a lot of these higher end. Uh, uh, Chinese knives they're they're importing materials like the par- whoever they're partnering up with whether it be a maker or something like that yeah they're importing the materials to China and that you have to imagine that those things that they're importing over to China are finite so you have to think about that yeah you know you run out of one material hey you lose a you know an insert that's it no more yeah well uh, no more of this I'll, I'll let everyone know otherwise I really like this knife uh, what else? It looks it looks great. I really it's, like. The it's look a really of that cool thing. knife. Uh, it had it had a really terrible edge, which is weird because like the other wing knives I've had have been really well sharpened. But I will get into that later. Uh, the next thing, the six year old that used to sharpen the knives died, and they got a, they're training the new one. <laughs> they got a seven year old this time. He's got one more year experience. But uh, I got you know if you guys remember I. A couple of episodes ago, I gave a very impassioned wing ding of the week about line steel knives. And then last episode, I found out that I had a lion steel on the way that I forgot about. And I am pleased to say it is not, it's definitely not bad. It's its good. It's not perfect, but it's good and I like it. I got the uh, lion steel Euro Barlow, which is a collector's knives exclusive. So it's like a little Barlow style knife with a, a spear point blade. The blade's M390, which is awesome. And it has titanium bolsters and I got the carbon fiber scale. So it's very modern uh, and the fin finish in general is pretty decent. Um, there is a gap between the liner and the spring, but like, which, you know, with a slip joint, which is easier to make than a, fr- you know, a folding knife with a lock just by nature. Uh, it's a little disappointing that, but otherwise it's a really cool knife. So yes, I, I am not just going to be a, a wild line steel hater. I will admit that it's a pretty decent knife. I'm still not sold on their folding frame lock knives though. So <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, this Im- this image that Jake just sent to the the group text. Yes, it, pretty it, amazing. It wasn't meant to uh, throw you off. It's it's going to be referenced when I uh, talk about one one little thing I wanted to mention. Oh, awesome! Later. All right, sounds good. I still I still got more stuff coming. So <laughs> if you, if you want to keep going, yeah, go. Uh, what? Yeah, go. Yeah, I, well, hey, it was a apparently productive three weeks. Um, I want to. And he out. doesn't have a mini typhoon yet. No, I well the books are closed. I'm not gonna pull the I'm not gonna pull the bro move and try and get one. You know, you know that Chinese loving guy that was on your site the other day that I was talking to, going back and forth with. Yeah, yeah that was a little uncomfortable. I, I was so baiting him. I wanted him to finally come back and say, um, "Okay, well, can I get on?" And then I was gonna say no. <laughs> I, I, could, I could see what you were doing. I could I, I could he, see where you were he going. Did too. <laughs> with a discerning taste thing. <laughs> yeah, that was great. But uh, shout out to Adam Purvis, A, a Purvis Blades. He let me borrow a, a Wii knife of his. He's super generous. Um, I didn't even He's ask for it. Guy. He just like DM'd me and offered. So I have the Wii 707, which is like the, uh, it's a really weird looking knife, but it's really, really well made. It's got the bolster, lots of cool details. It's just a very strange, but very cool knife. So I'm really enjoying that one. Thanks. Thanks, Adam. Uh, I really appreciate that. And he, I'm not he one to sweet, usually. sweet man. Very yeah, sweet seriously. man. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's a cool knife, but uh, I don't know if I'd buy one. It's just, it's a little weird, the angle of the blade. But, yeah. So. That's why he sent it to you. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, or because he has like every single knife they That's make. That's true. So. Other than I, that uh, is true. I got in from Mastrop my Hapstone Pro Sharpener from the Ukraine, and it is pretty cool. It's like an Edge Pro, but better made in every way. I haven't really had the opportunity to use it yet, but I did get to use the sintered uh, diamond stones it came with. I freehanded uh, my boost smoke TS1 because, like I said, I had a terrible edge, so it needed to be completely resharpened. There's and, a sentence. There's a sentence. No one outside of the knife community would understand. Sintered <laughs> diamond. Just, no, you, you, the product and the product you used to sharpen it with both sounded completely alien. Okay, well, sintered diamonds are awesome, and they are probably the future of sharpening. They're, they're. I was super happy with how the edge came out, and they are like miles better than the sort of coated diamonds that everyone's used to in America, the DMT style ones or the Wicked Edge ones, where it's just a thin layer of diamonds, like like icing on a cake, just but in, mm-hmm. embedded with diamonds, and those they rip out and they're not great. Um, so I'm really happy with that. And then finally, Nano Oil. I got it. That was... Oh, so, oh, very good. In continuing with us putting our money where our mouth is here, like I did with the Lion's Deal, uh, Nano Oil, I'm going to be honest, it's really good. But here's the thing. It seems to be a little bit thicker than any... I got the 10 weight, and it seems to still be a little bit more viscous than any of the other oils I've ever used before. So I don't really know if it is just the viscosity or if it's the fucking nano robots, the scrubbing bubbles that are making the knives smoother. <laughs> So that, that's up in the air. Someone else has got to get like a, a oil of similar viscosity and try it. I mean, it was still has ridiculous. Tried, it was Eighteen bucks. Have you guys tried like KY? Yeah, that, I the, have. Not on my knives. Yeah, that, that <laughs> don't use that shit. You're gonna get yeast infections, dog. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I've, I've used uh, coconut oil in. Uh, we've talked about this. Uh, you can yeah. use it for everything, like in Listen, the bedroom. When you're trying to shim a ham into a into a thimble, you gotta lube it up one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coconut oil is dope. Yeah, coconut oil David. is a uh, is a cure all. It, it really is. But did, did you did you get anything else, David? No, that that's actually it. Uh, oh, and I got I got the blade replaced on my Sebenza, and they called me today, and it was like one hundred and eighty seven dollars, and I was I cringed when I heard that. Ooh. Which funny That's enough, terrible. Yeah, that knife yeah. was uh, I bought that knife from Sebastian Berengi of Borka Blades fame, like in like twenty thirteen, before he made knives. So that that is a famous knife. It once was in his gifted hands. Jesus. And why did it need a new blade? Because I think he did some real Instagrammy shit with it and like stabbed it into things and oh, doled oh. the tip and it lost like a lot of it lost like a noticeable amount of length being uh, resharpened. We could I Levon and I could tell you exactly how some yes. of his knives lose the tips actually and, and there's a there's a metal door and a wooden door at John's shop that a refrigerator. Tell, tell the story. Yeah, a refrigerator, metal door, and a, and a nice wooden. Uh, I don't. What would you call that area? The the splintered splintered knife throwing zone of the shop that's what i like call a 30 30 foot zone where of just knife throwing and hatchet throwing and there there are just many a yeah. night spent in john gray's shop throwing knives at things we probably shouldn't be throwing knives at oh well i i'll have to take my sabenza there on a little pilgrimage it's like going to its own yeah. grave <laughs> yeah exactly it's like uh the wailing wall for for sabenzas <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all my lots. 
Anyway. All right, that's it for me. That was a lot. I'm not getting <laughs> anything in until for a while. Yeah, it was I, a lot. You know what? I'll tell you what. Like, I tried not to buy or acquire any knives this month. Same. And I got a lot of knives this month. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I would try to buy nothing, and all this shit just happens somehow. It happens. It you just, just happens. you go into a fugue state, and you wake up, and there's this shit on, on the way. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So first off, uh, la- the last podcast I I was I, uh, I was talking about uh, Cox Workshop. I was sent the uh, Riscate uh, folder for uh, just to overview and and look at. I ended up falling in love with the knife and buying it. Hey, did you so, know that word? That word means rescue. I did and know that. Spanish? No, mm-hmm. we established yeah. last episode that it means <laughs> yes. penis in Spanish. We know this. Okay, the continue. Penis. Anyway, yeah. Ben Stiller I mean, would not it, have said that. Yeah, it. it it means rescue. Anyway, I also, um, tying back to a, uh, another episode of the podcast, specifically the one where we had the guys from Ferrum Forge uh, and putting our money where our mouth is, I uh, got my Stinger XL. which And not just any Stinger XL. It is uh, the purple-bladed uh, Force user version of the Stinger XL. Um, and... Uh, they were kind enough to engrave bad motherfucker on the inside of the lock bar. Okay, I, my problem here is you are combining too many Samuel L. Jackson characters. It's, it's it, the, <laughs> That was the whole Why idea. do you just have Samuel L. Jackson from Jackie Brown somehow incorporated the into on, it? The only, the, well, mm, and now you're thinking. The only thing I would have wanted better is the 3D clip to be shaped like a snake. Yes, I was just about to say. <laughs> you got to have that snake on a plane. But I have Reference. to tell you, um, you know, I had that. I had told you uh, that I had a a Mordax a while back, and I, I like the knife. I it owned was the fine. same Mordax. You sold it to me. That's right. I sold it to you. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> now it's in. So uh, we, we 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 co- we collectively owned a Mordax. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it it was a good knife. It wasn't a bad knife at all. I just never it it I never fell in love with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like agree. the more I play with this stinger xl the more i love it it's I, breaking in really well it's probably uh it's definitely the best use of the hoback rolling detent that i've ever seen or felt um it's snappy it's smooth the lock bar pressure is still pretty heavy i'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie but it's still it's breaking in and it's gotten a lot better i'm i'm very happy with the knife it's 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 immaculate it's really great I um, I really like that model. I, I'm kind of disappointed I didn't pursue one. It's pretty big, I mean, though. I, don't, I think it might be, like, slightly bigger than I normally I have carry. to tell you, I thought it was going to be a little on the big side, too, but it's so... The profile is really thin. Like, the way they have the, the scales chamfered, it looks like they're even thinner than the blade stock. So... It's proportioned really, really well. Oh, yeah, well yeah. They've always done knife, well yeah. with blade-to-handle ratio. Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe one will come up in the secondary market. I'm actually carrying that today. Yeah. Um, as much as I love those guys, I just can't. Uh, you know, $600 for a knife right now is just too much for me. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. I, I agree. It's a lot. When he can buy three Chinese knives for that much. Yeah, it's all impulse buys for me. <laughs> that's the problem. I don't save up for things. I just see things and then buy them. So that's why it ends that's, up being three $200 That's knives. not just you. It's everybody. That's, yeah. that's You're part of the problem, Dave. I never said I was part of the solution. That's true. <laughs> Never claimed to be, right? No. Um, what else did I get? I, uh, I'm i still enjoying, uh, from our from Jake and I's visit to uh, Buck and Bear Knives, 
I got that uh, fixed blade Skinner. It's a fun, fun fixed blade. I like it. This is the third um, time you mentioned Buck and Bear. Um, you know, did they throw you guys some cash or something when you were there? Why do you keep talking about that? Well, I did get this knife. I didn't purchase right. it. Damn. Oh, nice. You gotta be upfront was, about I that. Was, Our credibility shot. I was. Get, I'm just no. saying it's nice. I didn't say, I, you know. And it's not like it's expensive anyway. I mean, like, the retail one is like 65 bucks. We're shills now. <laughs> anyway. Point is, it's all right. I like it. Um, still carrying my Leong Mach Cook. Mm. Kitchen utility folder. Awesome knife. What's the blade steel? Um, uh, they're S35VN. It's all S35. But the new uh, Lanny? Yes. Oh, God, that looks so awesome. It's really nice looking. Oh, man, so, so cool. Here's the question. Here's the question. I already know I'm, I need to have one. Yes. But do I go for the, the my Carta this time, or do I do I do the carbon fiber? Are, are those G9 exclusives, the Micarta? Or is he going to sell them on his website? Because he only has I, the carbon I fiber think, up right now. I think he's going to, because they're not shipping until next Thursday. Yeah. Just for a point of reference for our listeners, today is August 31st. Um, right before the, the carbon, G9. Yeah, before G9. Uh, the It's called the Lanny. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's. I think it's supposed to be like named after like is the that Lanny's a person? clip. The Lanny's clip is a, oh, a blade yeah. style oh, on traditional knives. That's right. That's right. But. You can get the carbon fiber bolster lock on his website right now for three seventy five, but they're not shipping until next Thursday. I assume that's for a few reasons, probably because he's in Vegas. Yeah, up until that point. The- but supposedly the, there is going to be a canvas micarta and the uh, Westinghouse one. Well, I yeah, Knife News just had a little thing about it. They're going to be if, even smaller amounts. So there's ninety of the carbon fiber ones, and there's apparently going to be. Let's check this article. There's going to be 55 of the brown micarta and 30 of the green micarta. So I have damn, news for disappear. you. That's those. Well, listen, dude. Those are the same exact numbers there were for the kitchen utility folder. That's a good point. If and that still with another 30 more. Yeah. Actually, it's more. Yeah. Those are still sitting around. So. Well, I mean, it's a lot of knife for the money. I really do think oh, so. Yeah. And you're getting uh, a Leung Ma design on that. This, this is my thing. I don't collect a lot of Riot, Riot knives or, or Wii knives or anything like that. But when an American designer, um, you know, puts their name on something and, and really tries to present something unique, and he's very hands-on on the process. Like, yeah. he actually, literally, he takes the materials he wants to use to China for the manufacturing. Yeah. He, I mean, he gets on a plane and goes there and makes it happen. It it looks awesome. I'm really excited about those. Yeah, that that is a that is one design that I saw and I was like, "Yep, got to have that." Yeah. Looks really great. Yeah, seriously. Um I think that's really all I had I really received that I really want to talk about, but um Jake, did you get anything knife-wise? No, and I'm actually just kind of coming up into a I'm coming up out of a I'm not buying anything where I was actually successful in not buying anything unlike you guys. Um, so I'm, I'm still trying to dull this HAP40 and it's still uh, still pretty sharp. Your Delica? Uh, yeah, that the HAP40 Delica. Uh, no, I took on a, uh, a RC quadcopter project and haven't bought a, a EDCable uh, item 
for a month or whatever. So damn, <laughs> that's that's where I've been. <laughs> Congratulations to you. I feel like we're an AA, and you've been sober for a month. <laughs> Don't worry. This now that I'm done building it, it'll yeah, things will go back to normal. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I barely even saw you. You barely got to even handle the the stuff that I've got mm-hmm. lately. Yeah. Oh, well, your your work schedule got kind of nuts, and we didn't get to do our usual, uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know, new purchase fondling sessions. <laughs> yeah. In case you're wondering, it's all Levon's fault that we haven't recorded. It's hey now, that is not true. That the plague not. came for those. Yeah, the plague <laughs> came for those two. Yes. First, it was the plague, and then it was work, and yeah. Anyway. Yes. Anyway, um, Brian, what's been going on with you? Same shit. So making, no, making it's nice. not the same. It's let me tell you, it's not the same shit. Because now we're going to get into some some juicy, juicy gossip. Oh, oh so tell us doing? about that. Yeah, this is when we're going to do it. We're just going to get it out there. Let's just get it out there. Talk about it. Yo, leave get, some good time to talk about it. Get your allegedly's ready. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is this is this is the sole reason. You know, it's sometimes the planets align and and we don't record for a little bit, and then a little juicy nugget comes our way and says, "You know what, guys? It's time for a podcast." Brian, would you enlighten us? Tell us about the letter that you. The problem that I have with the whole letter situation is I literally talked about it all. I didn't get shit done today because I literally I had DMs and emails and texts and about it. It's crazy. So uh, tell. You know, Read the letter. Could you read the letter to us? Maybe. Spot here. I got it. Yeah. Hang on a sec. Yeah. Basically, it was a guy from a knife company. His knife. His knife company is Nemesis Knives. Sent me an email through my website. So he sent. You know, he went onto my website and and um, filled out a form and filled on the filled out the contact and from you know the contact list mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, sent me. I don't even think I have a knife formerly known as Nemesis up there. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't. Continue yeah, so, with the letter. So context. So he, yeah, context. I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. You, you do have it. <laughs> you go to fucking folding knives on your webpage. I do. Yeah, the first fucking thing. It's, 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 it's under just the Nemesis. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't change. I have to go back and change that now. So basically, um, his name is. His email is... Oh, I don't want to tell his email. Um, it's Jeff Hall of Nemesis Knives. Um, and he starts off, Hi, Brian. I recently discovered your Nemesis folding dagger. It's a very good-looking look- knife with a great name. Okay. The trouble, though, is that I've been using the Nemesis name for my Nemesis Knives LLC brand for about the years. Since I think you probably chose the name because it sounded cool, I understand that you might not know that you're infringing, infringing on my registered trademark. Um, now that you know, however, please do me a favor and find a new name for this folder model of yours. I appreciate it with your help. Thanks. Blah, 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 Jeff. So it was uh, it was just funny that I got that, to, you know, because I, I made five of them. You know, it's not right. like they're even out there. Even at the money I got for them, if you really look at the time that I have into the design, I, I'm not making money on them. I st- I'm still lost money if you really look at it. Um. And the name was like such an afterthought. Um, yeah, especially since. An... Yeah, I mean, we know who was responsible was... for that name because yeah. go back a couple the... episodes, someone was boasting about naming that knife. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fucking. Setup. Thanks a lot, Dick. Yeah, yeah you. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, doubt right. if it's a setup. You and Jeff Wall no, yes. were working together to take Brian down. 
that, that's all this was. It was a setup. Yep, yep, yep. There's also I, the I, fact I, that I, it's all my fault. Brian didn't name his company Nemesis, which would be a problem. Yes. It's just a model, a single right. model. And he, knife he doesn't that he even name his. None of his knives are, are called the Nemesis. But how many other companies have a knife called the Nemesis? Mar- Marfione, but you know, Marfione's legal team will fuck you up. So <laughs> he's not going to do shit to Marfione. Okay, so Marfione, and how about what's that that Italo Chinese? Yeah. I call that an Italo-Chinese company. Yeah, because they make knives mm-hmm. that are as tasteless as old Chinese knives, but are in Italy. Yes. Yes. So they have a knife called the Nemesis. I'm sure there's a billion things. Resident Evil Nemesis. Well, that, I mean, I'm, I'm no fucking That's warrior, a video. But yeah. You got to relate it to knives. Yeah. yeah. I mean, related to knives. Listen, I just wanted to... I'm just... I just wanted to say Nemesis. Cradle Filth has that song, Nemesis? Absolutely. Uh, so does... Um, how about Vanity Nemesis by uh, Celtic Frost? There we go. Actually, let me just go to my okay. iTunes and search Nemesis. I imagine more than one song will come up. You know, what it comes down to is if I was selling a million of these or I took orders for these and um, and I, even the that, funny thing, it's, not, it's but, not changing Brian, Brian, any, Brian. It's not changing anything from what he does. Basically, you know what's happening right now? Who here has heard of Nemesis Knives before this letter? Nobody, right? Nobody. Yeah, nobody I know talks to him. And here we are, here we are, talking about it on a podcast that generally people who like knives like to listen to. You know what's going to happen now? He got 14.6 thousand people that say he's a fucking asshole. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, did you post on Instagram? Did I miss something? He sure did. Oh, yeah, he posted the letter on Instagram. What's really funny... What's really funny about it is that he took the time to take the person's name out of it on Instagram, only to give his <laughs> to call him out first now. and last name on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> social security number one four five. I better not say the rest. <laughs> that was your social security number, wasn't it? <laughs> Yo, in our final episode, we all just give out our social security numbers. Stay tuned yes. until then, we'll guys. Just say, f- fuck it, take our identities. I mean, yeah, really. oh, take take my. That's death, basically please. what you're being. A- that's what you're being accused of right now, Brian. Yeah. This shit is trash. Either way. He makes trash knives. Like, nobody's the, interested. He's, he's trying to get a come up. Yeah, that's what it is. He's, he's just like, I'm important. I'm important. My name is important to me. This is like uh, when, I mean, to a lesser scale, but when Lynn Thompson sent the thing about people using the term San Mai to everybody. Oh, like, to, to custom now, makers. normally, I love this kind of fight. I mean... I love this kind of shit. I'll fight with my neighbors. I'll fight with coworkers. I lo- I I love that shit. You'll you know. This is you why you don't have coworkers. Games, I'll I'll put shit in your sandwich. You know whatever whatever it takes. <laughs> the problem is I never know when I, I know I never know when the, wait like where the line is. Like it can go from okay you just ate a shit sandwich now now you're coming home to a smoldering pile of fucking rubble. <laughs> you know so. allegedly. <laughs> So what you're saying is what you're saying is going to burn this guy's house down. Allegedly, no, Jesus no, Christ! So it, it just doesn't make sense to you know to make a big deal yeah. out of. Okay, there we go. All right, that should be better now. Are you back? So what did you end? What did you decide to do, Brian? <laughs> Nothing. I'm going to change the name oh. of the knife. Maybe I'll make them. Maybe I won't. Um, you know, maybe I'm just gonna. I'm, chances are, I'm just gonna move on and come up with something different now. But 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 you still got to make me one. 
Oh, uh, there's, there's going to be a couple people that want them, but hey, don't blame me. Blame this asshole. Yeah, just name it. Just name it. The, just add an add another S to the end. Just name it the FJH. What the hell does that stand for? Oh. I think you can guess. Oh, I I get it. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Mm. Or oh. you know, don't go to badassnamegenerator.com and pick the first result you get left on. <laughs> is is that what I did? <laughs> Nemesis, I think you did. Hey, listen, it's a good name. All right, just change it to Arch Nemesis. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, wait, does someone else have a knife called oh, that? I bet I, they do. I don't know, but it sounds more intense than a regular Nemesis. Honest to God, I really do like that better. Brian, call HQ. it the Arch Nemesis dagger. There is no result on Blade HQ <clears throat> for it. Take, take something from the Book of Calamitous Intent. I guarantee you there's a good idea in there. Yeah, some shit in the Bible a, definitely sound scary. No, no, no. The Book of <laughs> The Book of Calamitous Intent is uh, from the, um, Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. You, for, you brain farted? The uh, Venture Brothers. Wow, okay, yeah. we'll throw that, that in the references. Cause, mm -hmm. Yeah, Venture Brothers. Um, yeah. Okay. The it arch, was all, it's all sound. about how to how to be a nemesis and have a have an arch nemesis and. Oh yes, yes, yes. I want yes, I yes. want credit now for naming it, Levon. You've been you've your credit has been rescinded. Somebody posted oh. that um, like the second thing in. Um, okay, who, who posted? Thing. Okay, I guess none we'll of us get credit. credit. <laughs> we'll give credit where credit is due. Uh, let's find out who that was. I think it's just easier to move on and be done with it. Yes. Put it to bed. All right. Fine, fine. Either way, dude's a jackass. I don't even think we said anything like lawsuit worthy in there. No, whatever. Move on. Dude's a jackass. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was amusing this morning. We needed to have this conversation yeah. when it was happening. Then I would have had a lot to say. I'm. Uh, yeah, even I was a little I'm, fired I'm up because because of the way the oh, yeah, products yeah. are are so not. I mean, one is the. One's the name of a whole company, and the other is a custom of which there are five. Mm -hmm. I don't see the relate. I don't see the relate. I'm gonna start calling my name, my my fucking knife, Brian, my numbers, don't... just number. Here, you, you want the number two dagger or the number three? <laughs> then they yeah, just and then they end up getting nice. a shit sandwich. Get it? Because it's a number two. <laughs> God damn, that was bad. Mm-hmm. It all comes back to shit sandwich. Brian, you gotta start you gotta start going after anyone with any kind of meteorological pattern as a name. I don't care. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, any but sort I, of weather event. I don't, I don't... Yo, Black Snow Customs, get the fuck out of here. Brian has exclusive license to any kind of weather. <laughs> that is kind of what this guy was saying in my Who else? Opinion. Yeah. Yo, uh, was it John Gray's Black Rain finish or whatever? <laughs> get out of here. Also weather-based. All this weather-based shit, get the fuck out of here. It's Brian's mm. purview now, and only his. You got the exclusive trademark on all weather-related knives. That, you know what? I, I'm so sick of the, the weather names myself. Ugh. But I, I, don't, I don't matter. They're going to get worse when you run out of cool-sounding storms. <laughs> then he's going to have so to get specific and I'm call one like Katrina and like, it'll get real Oh, weird. we're about to get oh, that's gonna to sell get well. real relevant. <laughs> the problematic light is about to yes. turn off. So how about um I posted earlier today that we're recording the podcast. How about I go through and look at what some oh, of yeah. our, our listeners want to hear about? Well, I got some news, bitch. Oh, I got news. news. Ben, 
Then hey, we'll we do news. we'll do commenty things. Tell us about the news. Okay. Yeah. Did anyone get a chance to look at the full knife news top twenty five best selling knives nope. of twenty seventeen? Nope. No, nope. been at work. Okay, well, number one was the Power Three. Yeah, uh, perhaps unsurprisingly, are we, yeah, are we are we surprised by that? No. Yeah, I, I, you know, I kind of was because I thought the response was a little bit more tempered from some enthusiasts than I expected. I thought people were like <laughs> more disappointed with it than I was expected, but uh, I guess that's not the case. Uh, did you guys see the the Crewwear Sprint is out and it's only one hundred twenty five bucks? That's pretty good. What about the S one ten V Blurple that just came out? Yeah, well, that's also out well, for that, like the same price. Well, that one's not a sprint run. The crew wear no. is, but they're they're both like incredibly good deals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are nice. Um, yeah. So, so Dave, I did. I went and listened to some of the uh, various YouTubers who were commenting on Knife Center's top ten. It was a top ten best selling knives. It was twenty five, but yeah, yeah, top twenty five. Okay, uh, and everybody seemed like sort of bewildered as to top five nottos on there and ballast songs and things like that and then i'm thinking to myself we shouldn't be surprised about what knives sold from a specialty knife store like who else goes to shop at specialty knife stores except people looking for specific knives every other joe schmo who wants to get a knife is going to go to like walmart or cabela's or or uh what's the other one uh, bass pro rei you know, they're not even thinking about going, ooh, knifecenter.com, Blade HQ. They're not even going to those places to look for things. So the only things that are going to sell are specific knives for specific groups of fedora-wearing, balisong, twirling people. There is some weird shit in here, yeah. yeah. Certainly. Like, so that, the, SOG, the SOG tactical dildo was the ninth best-selling one. I bet, like, that's because someone typed in SOG tactical dildo into a Google search, and the Knife Center thing is the first thing that popped up. Oh, yo, the rape whistles, the Kaiser rape whistles are for sale now. They just came out on Blade HQ. I think we're going to do a giveaway of one. I'm going to buy one. We'll do a giveaway of one of the Kaiser rape whistles. You know, sure what the challenge is going to be. How much, well, how much is a Kaiser rape whistle? It's 21 bucks. That's not bad at all. We should, we should wear those, you know, since we're never going to actually go to a show together. This is theory. If we ever did, we should wear those. If you're a man, as a call, if you're a dude, all right, if you're a dude and you've been raped, Call in and we'll send you a Kaiser rape. Yeah, one eight hundred two two three nine seven nine seven. All right, phone number. All right. All seriousness, we will give away a Kaiser rape whistle. Yeah, calling you right now. I'm buying the. So hold on. Buying the Kaiser rape whistle. Buy. Okay, you're gonna buy it. Fine. Yeah. So here's the rules for the Kaiser rape whistle giveaway. You need to send us an email. To our to knife nuts is it knife nuts podcast at gmail.com? <laughs> Yo, I can't we remember. Probably anymore. know this shit if we're gonna. So either way, go to go, tell you what, go to knifenuts.net, our website, yeah. and go, go to, to the contact. Con- contact and tell us a story about why you need a Kaiser rape whistle, and we will pick the best story and send that individual a Kaiser rape whistle. Does that sound yeah, okay with you guys? Apparently, Levon can be bought since he was bought by a shitty production company. So, uh, <laughs> I bet this knife's going to go to somebody we know now. I mean, this rape whistle. Sorry, we're not good enough to give away knives. Just kidding. I will make sure this is fair. We will give integrity a, to I this promise giveaway. the winner of this of this will be we'll, we'll decide it on the podcast. We'll read the stories and we'll decide on the next podcast. Does that uh, sound they good? Want, they want four dollars for shipping, guys. Uh, the the giveaway's off. Let's you know what the four dollars. Make 
make it rain. Make make it rain. Give them our four bucks. Where are we buying it from? Blaze Q, of course. Oh, good. Who, no, why did I it, say that so enthusiastically? It's free shipping. You just have to buy more stuff. Yeah. Well, right? How many rape whistles? Free, I, don't, I do not have the money to buy hash, these rape whistles. Hashtag free shipping ain't free. Don't you need like a, a dragonfly or something? No. I Okay. I just <laughs> have to pay 190 goddamn dollars for a new blade. I, I, I'll get one rape whistle. So there's only okay. one rape whistle. We're going away. If you guys want to buy a goddamn rape whistle of your own, you guys can buy a rape whistle of your own. But okay, this fine. is it. Fine. One one rape whistle. Maybe we'll give away another one on the next uh, next podcast. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm very excited about the rape whistle giveaway. Well, w- here's the question: Do we want the one with the flame titanium or the blue anodized? I think the flame, flame. titanium one flame. is Absolutely. definitely a flamer. No question. Flame titanium rape whistle. So seriously, oh, guys, yeah. go. To, we really are giving away a rape whistle, and we just decided that right now. Remember, I'm not going to put it in the in the show notes or anything. You have to listen to this. You have point to listen to, to this podcast. Yeah, Night- you have to listen to this point to get in on the rape whistle giveaway. But if you've heard any of this, you already are listening to it. So there's that. Yes. Knife- Thank you for doing that. Yes. Knifenuts.net. Go to the contact page. Tell us a story about why you need a rape whistle. Yeah. Uh, what was to say? Uh, I I was gonna say Blade HQ sponsors this, but they definitely do not sponsor this. Giveaway. Definitely did not. But they are they yeah. are just darlings all of them at blade yes. HQ. we love you and they have a great assortment of rape whistles so that's true just keep that in mind <laughs> okay cool. that was not the news that i wanted to get to at all so tell us what but, the news actually is uh discontinue zts to zero tolerance oh, is discontinuing yeah. four knives and two of them are really new like came out mm-hmm. within the last year so that's kind of wild so we've got the uh the rexford 804 cf that's the big one based on the gamma that's all DLC with, with the, the aluminum no and those, yeah. yeah and the goofy well they all have that's another thing but and the goofy uh, pivot that has like USA on it or something the last George 900 so the smallest one I think that one's two years old it's their really, smallest knife can I say I kind of hate that knife and I, I really should it's not bad I just hate it I love last George and I love the bigger harpy but the mini harpy it's just a chode. It's just like boring. It's yes, yeah, chody. It's very chody. It's very chody. It flipped really well. I handled one at yeah, Montgomeryville they're not, they're Army really, Navy, and it flipped yeah, nicely. They are nice. They are nice. Yeah, shout out to them if you're the southeastern Pennsylvania area and you need ZTs. They usually have them. Uh, so the other one, the Rexford, I kind of like, I guess. And you can get those I like for it like a under. Lot. You can get those for under two hundred bucks now. One ninety nine. Yeah, one hundred ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, one ninety nine. That one's cool. Um, I'm so there's also the 0909 which is the other Les George designs based on the Talos it's supposed to be one of the quote unquote old school ZTs so it's big ass possibly Pivot. steel liners yeah big ass steel liners uh, the ridiculous like bolt pivot that isn't really a bolt I heard that that had titanium uh, liners it is listed as stainless steel and it's 7 ounces so I'm oh, there you thinking go. it's Forget stainless it. steel and, but it has uh but it has KVT on, like, the older yeah, the models of that yeah. type of thing. Which I have one of those, weirdly enough. I kind of forget. I always do. But I have a Les George Talos. It's a, it's a cool knife. Good Argos. But, yeah, that one also just came out in 2016, and that shit's gone. And then there's the, the Emerson 630. So are all of the Emerson ZTs discontinued now? Yeah, because the 620 Maybe. is as well. But So here's, here's, here's the thing. It makes sense for... 
ZT to be doing this because of something that we were talking about. I can't remember if we were recording at this point or not, but it's that flavor of the week mentality that's that's going th- like through like wildfire through the uh, knife community right now. Every other Seriously. week, you gotta have the new thing. And ZT, who used to you know rest their laurels on really tough folders that you know everybody knew and recognized, now has to adapt and come out with new stuff very quickly. Yeah, my take on this is that there's a lot of people who are very vocal about like, oh, ZT doesn't make the, you know, old school style tough folders like the 300 series. They're making like pocket art and man jewelry knives, except for the two of the knives, the 0909 and the 630 are very much in the old school style and nobody bought them. Otherwise, they mm-hmm. wouldn't be getting discontinued. It's a sales thing. So like that's not what's hot so all the people that are thinking zt needs to go back to making his old knives clearly they don't because there's not as much of a market for it brian brian what are your thoughts on this subject (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let's rephrase it in a more brian way are do you think people want do do you think people want really embellished knives or have they gotten back to wanting you know very user finishes we all all know that people of, of brian's knives people want gray yourself included no, Did people. Any, I thought the. I thought everyone wanted the goofy colors. I thought uh, that was. There's only. Gray. There's probably about half and half of each, but it's. I think it comes more down to the whole design end that they just need something new all the time, not so much yes. just colors and, and stuff of one design. They just you know once they get the design and six of the friends posted it already, and, ah, they want something else. It really is an Instagram popularity contest, and it, you know seriously. And it's nothing taken away from the knives that have been coming out because a lot of them are amazing and definitely not knocking ZT because their new stuff has been on point. Um, no, and I think incredible. it's... Uh, competition is good, but I really think people need to take a step back and and if they're, start, they're really serious about collecting, they need to really take a step back and look at their collection and, and, and see what they really need and not get lost in yeah. the hype. You know? Yeah, because this is how you end up with six striders that all suck, like I did. I was totally is- caught up in the Instagram hype, and I wanted a knife I could stab into dumb shit and record so that like other dudes thought I was cool, and that's how I ended up with six <laughs> shitty striders. It seems like most guys are spending a much more reasonable amount of money, but they're getting something new all the time, where it's they're they're satisfying that that need constant, you know, Instant constantly to get to get something. Mm-hmm. But you know what? They don't really love what they got because it wasn't unobtainable before. Go, you know, strive to get something that's hard to get, and you have to, you know, is a little beyond your means, and and have there have fewer, but um, you know, much more quality feelings behind it. Not just quality, but have feelings about what you're getting, not just you know, oh, I got something today, right. No, you're you're right, and it's it's about and I try to do that with a lot of my knife collection. I'm sure. I mean, it's it's easy for someone like like me at this point where knives just happen to be thrown at him from every direction at this point. It seems, but yeah, truly, you can tell a crackhead to be like, no, save up for one big hit. It's awesome. The right. other thing that I find <laughs> the other thing that I find funny about, and I only see it in the knife industry. It's not in guns or bikes or you know most of the other industries it's the knife industry is the only Watch one it. is the only industry Watch where it. people collect chinese stuff 
<laughs> no, dude, oh. it's it's running rampant through a lot of things. Like the watch community is the same way too. But I'm gonna digress from there. And uh, someone on Instagram, hold on one second, and I will tell you guys a cool little thing. So S, what's Stram C on Instagram asked us, what is everyone's current Grail knife they are pursuing, and if you've ever gotten one in. And then let it go because it didn't live up to the hype you created in pursuing it. Did it everyone never get will that? live up to the hype. Yeah. Mm. It, things never... I mean, to be honest with you, I disagree with you. There are there are certain knives in my collection that have a certain um, pull to them. Um, like, uh, uh, let's see. My uh, 420 Cyclone, for example, by Brian. Yeah, but you didn't really... That kind of just came to you? That wasn't like a, a grail pursuit? No way. No way. That did not just come to me. Oh, really? That one, no. That one, I, Brian had in his collection for a long time. Yeah, you time. had to jerk Brian off for it. It's I not that to, hard. Okay, regardless, <laughs> my my stitch from from uh, uh, Sebastian... So my, you're uh, friends with Sebastian. How was that hard to get? I wasn't friends with Sebastian until after I had... Well, no, that one's a bad example. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're I, both bad examples. Shut up, my Hydra. Slu- the Hydra. Oh God, the Hydra. Yes, that one. That one. That one lives up to a lot of hype. I mean, that thing is an amazing knife. I actually have to send that to you, Dave, to play with. I, I don't want it. It's too expensive. <laughs> it's too. It's too much responsibility. Lee Lerman is probably one of the best knife makers that I've had the opportunity to, uh, you know actually own one of his pieces and probably in general probably one of the best current knife yeah. makers that i can think oh of absolutely right um 100 the the knife is absolutely incredible and what was uh, the maker's price for that knife uh i never asked uh, what, what do you guys think it was two thousand less oh wow yeah. i mean gtc's usually start around there from what i've heard that's what i'm saying like so i think I, I would think it was like around Maker's price, I think, was fifteen hundred or something like that. Not outrageous. Yeah, I don't want to say reasonable, but that's reasonable. Shipped from Israel, you know. Yes. <clears throat> Either and way, it wasn't, and it wasn't just uh, that. Was an example of Levon uh, just seeing a, a relatively new maker early on and, and getting in before he blew up because. You know, we we now refer to Hydras as four to five thousand dollar knives because he started doing those auctions um, within the last year, and they all ended between four and five thousand dollars, it seems. Um, and that was a, a matter of, I mean, it was a little bit of an upgrade in materials, but mostly a matter of uh, his popularity gaining so uh, so rapidly and so much in that in the time between when Levon got his and and this year or last year. Yeah, seriously. Another one that comes to mind is my, yeah, my, uh, it's a right place, right time sort of scenario sometimes, but um, one of the other ones that sticks out is the uh, Grand Gavin Hawk Deadlock. Uh, I have one of the first (laughs) uh, 14 prototypes in Damascus um, with, uh, it's it's like a Chad Nichols Damascus, and uh, it has rubies inlaid in the screws because... (laughs) This was before they had the patent and for the uh, for their uh, blade playless system for their OTF. So you, it has actual rubies inlaid in the screws. Pretty cool. 
Is is that why they did that? So that people couldn't open it to yes, like yes, try and steal the design. Oh, that's pretty cool. Correct. I didn't know that was the reason. Yes. But the the funny thing is that now when you buy a deadlock, it literally yeah. comes with the tool to take it apart. Yeah, because they made YouTube videos about showing how it works. Yeah, yeah. But you so. tried to sell that thing at one point, didn't you? I I can I you know how it is like you waver back and forth like what what do you need what ideally I wouldn't want to sell any of them. Do you know what is I mean? Is it a grail though? If you want to sell it. It was, it was certain it's absolutely. So that's what happens. You, once you have a grail, you know, things start to waver. That's what people are talking about. Yeah. Well, then I think I get back to our point that, that grails are in some way, not completely fulfilling. So it's better to get the, certain- the quick fix all the time. No, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Advocate so, here. so is, you know, so is that the way, you know, the market has to go? And is that the way knife makers are going to survive by coming out with new designs constantly? And, you know, if, not if you're talking about making a living as a knife maker, Brian. Yeah, 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 probably. Yeah, I mean that's like it's like YouTube videos. As a collector, there's always going to be a. I, I, me, for example, I'm always going to look for something unique, something a little bit hard to get. Uh, you know, something I can appreciate for many reasons, not just that it's a, a good knife. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of great knives out there. It has to have a soul so to speak you know so what i'm saying is you know maybe instead of um, you know because i'm look as a as a cnc knife maker you know pro drawing things programs you know making fixtures all that stuff takes so much time the way i you know the way i do it to make a bulk you know um it's you know how do you make few efficiently enough to make money on them that's the I don't know, man. I think for, it's your not going to be as with, easy for you yeah. because, because of the way that yeah. your your system is designed, and you may not have to conform to this the way that others do because you sit in a special part of the segment. But my, I mean, if I were in your situation and you're concerned about it, I would uh, uh, take advantage of the fact that you have a really great center section. You know, the mechanical section of the knife. I may have already mentioned this. Sorry if I'm repeating myself, but you know, your your pivot and lock up and the, the really hard part when it comes to getting those those um, things to work and tight tolerances, that part's done. So if you want to make something new more frequently, you can just go out and tweak the blade shape a little bit and tweak the handle shape a little bit and co- technically come out with a new knife. Repack more it, repackage it. Yeah, repackage. that's what Jeff... I think that's what Jeff uh, Tough Thumbs was doing for a long time. He just had water jetted blanks that he could basically shape to whatever he wanted. That's what a lot of the hand guys do. Now, just the way I go about things has to totally change if I'm going to do stuff like that. You know, I would much rather make ten thousand dollar knives than thirty five hundred dollar knives in a month. You know, um, not but okay. Is, the but money is that di- sustainable? That's not sustainable because I don't know. But is it? You know. Well, um, if you if I came out with a different knife every month, and I only made ten, and then I'm moving on to something totally different, you know, could you sell ten every month? Well, here's the piece. Here's the piece of that puzzle that's different. There are to spend five hundred dollars on a knife, then there are people willing to spend a thousand dollars on a knife. Absolutely. So maybe maybe in the beginning you're going to be able to find, sell those thousand dollar knives, but then you're eventually you may run out of people to sell thousand dollar knives to. You know, yeah. than you would five hundred dollars. 
Now, don't get me wrong. You probably, you might, you, and that's just, and that's just, it may not be that way, you know. But uh, I think, I think Jake is right. I think you, you know, if you're thinking about how to sell what you have, you you take an engine and you make that a modular platform for more than one design. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. that might be the best way to go about it at this point. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's if you look at a lot of. I mean, Spyderco does it all the time. Like you think about the Delica, the uh, Endura, the all their top selling knives are basically the same platform, different mm -hmm. shapes. That's why blade swaps I, I are think, so popular on Instagram. <laughs> think about it from the automotive standpoint. You know, of course, the German German the German companies make. Make uh, so Audi makes an a an A four an A six and an A eight. It's like one sauce one sausage three lengths. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like every car company uses the, yeah. a few platforms or architectures to make all their cars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Chris Reeve has done it with this event. Oh, just make a new Christ. blade shape. But you already well. Here's the thing, Brian. You already <laughs> offer a bunch of different blade shapes. So like. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, you've already done that. So the, the question is, what else do people want? I think he needs. I don't know. This, and this is, and this is, and maybe the the listeners will have a a take on that. I think Brian offers way too many options. You know what? And I I, I go back and forth on this all the time because to to do all those options is a real pain in the. It sucks up a lot of time. Constant like, do I have the? You know, making sure you have everything. Um, it's. If everybody does what the fuck they're supposed to, it's it's fine. But it's the changes and the bullshit and you know the sixteen emails about something. I it's it's go on, pick the shit that you want and fly with it, and and I can make money. The problem I can't make money once all the changes and all that shit comes in. It's just it totally fucks everything I do up. Well, here's the thing: you're you're caught between the the custom knife world and the production knife that that mid-tech range god i can't believe i used that word but it truly is word. it is a terrible word but in, in this case it really does it it actually does apply because y you have to decide which side of that that uh what's the word i'm looking for divide it's like a venn diagram <laughs> you know yeah. it's, it's not a matter yeah. of me deciding i'm being forced to pick i'm being i'm almost being my arm is being twisted and saying, offer three fucking knives. You get it in this color, this color, this color, with this blade, this blade, or this blade. That's it. I don't want to do that, though. I like it. You know, if, I understand people are spending a lot of money on this. I feel that... They should get something off, special. They, yeah, it should be special. Mm -hmm. they, they should they should be able to pick out what they want. So it's, to, you know, they have it's a better chance of them keeping it when it's like that, too. Some of yeah, them but why do you care if they keep it? Some of them because they're too fucking ugly to sell. You know... <laughs> <laughs> because um, I prefer to. I don't know. For some reason, I prefer the people to keep stuff. When I see something, when I see no, people, I, I get it. Well, when I see somebody, you know, especially, and it seems mostly the the guys who do this the most are the guys who have their own their own Instagram or uh, or YouTube of gear. You know, the gear reviewer. They buy the stuff just to do the review and then sell it, you know, two days later at a reduced cost just, you know, so they can recover most of their money back right away to get onto the next thing. It just, it, that hurts. You know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't help. The only person that helps is the person that bought it at the cheaper cost. You know, everybody else, it kind of screws. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, yep. 
Oh, that's why I don't do reviews that way on my YouTube channel. <laughs> I buy stuff I like, and then I'll make a video about it eventually. But it's similar to, to knives. You have to come out with videos all the time if you want to be popular on YouTube, or you have to come out with new knife designs all the time. It's just People just want constant content. Yep. That's just the name of the I'll game. Tell you, I'll tell you one new knife you did that wasn't ugly. It was that knife you did for uh, Find Your Shakti. Ursula, shout out to the female knife collectors out there. I know we don't, <laughs> there aren't that many, but they're out there. Yeah, we, we should do an episode on it. Y did you see it yet we in should. prison? I didn't, I didn't get to see it. She sent me a whole bunch of pictures. You're going to be Dude, jealous. That, You're going to be jealous. That thing, that thing is, it, is unreal. Is it? You, what did you really do? Nice. A new blasting, that's a new blasting medium you're using? Well, I had it here for a while. It's glass bead. The problem is I only have one blasting station, so most of the guys want um, most of the guys that get the get the um, the blasted knives. They always want them as dark as possible. So the glass bead actually just peens the surface and brightens it up yeah. almost. So, mm -hmm. and I can't keep swapping out back and forth all the time. It's a pain in the ass. And, and I, you saw my shop. It's hard for me to get a, a second blaster in here. Mm -hmm. um, so, but one day I cleaned it out and I said, let me throw the glass in there and just do a couple and see how it looks. I did hers and it looked great. So now, um, what I'm thinking I'm doing from this point on is all the colored knives. So if you ordered a colored handle, um, I do the blasting with the glass bead on the handle and the, and the, and the blades. And if you bought just the dark gray knife, then you get the garnet. See, gotcha. I would be I would be in the pain in the ass, and I would want all the shades of gray. So I would want the blade to be the lighter one, and the and the handle to be the darker gray. Just get all the grays possible. Like, yeah, uh, what was this? If you were buying one, maybe I'd let you do that. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to yeah. buy one first. One of the, the one of the ones you had up for sale on your website that sold like immediately. That had it was like non-standard. It had like the the bolster portion that was you know not textured, and then I had that sort of checkered. Right. handle that that one that's a finish i like all the different kinds of gray there yep uh, you but. know and i have no problem doing most things you know if you call me, if, especially the guys if you first off if you've ever won an auction that i've run i'll make you anything you fucking want simple <laughs> that's that's awesome if you're if, if you're the kind of guy that's going to drop that kind of coin on somebody i go the extra mile for it. so those guys they always get the call yeah you want one of these even if the list is closed they get out you know or whatever they get, you know, I'll make them 3D knives and I'll go the extra mile for those people. Now, not that I don't go the extra mile for all my customers, but the problem is some of the guys just, they make it a pain in the ass to do things for them. You know, you call me. Uh, now, there's, there's one guy who, who bought a lot of knives off me. Um, I appreciate the You're amount You're talking of about me again. No. <laughs> and, um, you know, I when, he, when it came around for this build, he had a few, he was on this, on the, the list both between both lists he was on them for a few knives and i said i'll make you whatever you want think about it i'll make you whatever you want and if you want damascus or if you want this fine then it was you know <laughs> yeah different graphs of all different i didn't even know what the fuck was going on you know it made it so hard for me to kind of that stuff it makes it hard for me to keep track of all that and what did he want and blah 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 you know it just if you want something Shout it out at me. Do it quickly. Get it the fuck out. Don't keep coming back and forth. Well, I don't know. I think I might want the pockets. But, you know, how much weight does the pocket with this? Just fucking please. Just come on. It's a knife. Get it. Get, pick what you want and move on. 
how many gram difference is it when you get one blade grind versus the other? Right. I, you know, and I understand why they want to know, and I can see it, but I just don't have time for that shit. It kills me. Yes. Yeah. But that the katana wrap 3D mini typhoon you just had up is incredible. That one's awesome. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was nice too. That was as nice as Ursula. It had the same type of finish on it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it looks good. I know it looks very modern. The uh, the glass media yeah. blast. I've always been a big fan of that. Yeah, it, it you know, feels it would a little look really cool. Too. Yeah, it's much. It's smooth to the touch. Do you know what would look that finish? What? What? Oh yeah, I know. Nemesis. Yeah. Arch. Yeah. Nemesis. Yes. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> the first after the first one I finished, I went, oh fuck. <laughs> I had it here too. Yeah. I should have done it. You know. Yeah, it looks. It the looks knife awesome. that should not be named. Yes, it, re- it reminds me of a uh, of Snex Tan, his stuff. He does only does gray, and does varying shades of gray. So, I think that's a real inspiration. Should be a real inspiration, everybody. His, his I've never seen so, someone so cool. It's beautiful. I've never seen someone obsessed so much over a hand rub or a stone wash It's or, so incredible. I, word, I didn't know anyone cared that much about anything. Or the word prismatic. Yes, or, I don't even. I mean, he <laughs> lost me. Yeah, he. I think he listens to the podcast. He's definitely. He's like commenting. He, he on does. My I'm. A, I'm a nobody on Instagram. So like, the fact that he's like commenting on my pictures is pretty cool. Since he's a genius. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he, definitely he one of one of the more talented uh, guys. That's at least in his category of what it is that he's trying to accomplish. He's. Uh, I'm not a Grail guy, but I'll say the IFS twenty is a Grail. He's he he's kind of like Jake. He takes something that's very simple and makes it makes very it really... fucking complicated, yeah. and does it to the extreme to where it's awesome. Yeah, it's Aww. or in Jake's case, Aww. where he just solders together two fucking wires because he didn't have an adapter, <laughs> or grinds the blade off of a spider co with his uh, his uh, what was that? Little bench grinder. Oh, the one, the infamous one by thirty. <laughs> we got, we got to talk yes. about you acid washing blades. We have a very strict no acid wash policy on this podcast. I, don't, I, hey, I did not hey, like seeing that. I wouldn't have any problem with that, except uh, a certain someone who has been named really, really wanted uh, some yeah. acid wash and copper washed, and um, he wanted me to. Richard, you've been you've been mentioned in every single podcast so far. Yes. So I feel like we could address you directly. <laughs> Literally every single episode. I don't even think he listens the to the episode. That's constant the thread. Yeah. He's the only constant thread in this whole podcast is fucking Richard, who may or may not exist. <laughs> Kaiser Don't Shosa. get your knives ass washed. Kaiser Sosa. <laughs> He's, yeah, when we find out that Jake is just mailing these knives to, like, back to his house, and, <laughs> like, in the basement he talks to himself. Yeah, it's, it's a Pepe Silva situation. Yeah. Well. There is no Pepe Silvia. If I didn't, there is if I didn't no have an Richard. outlet for my multiple personalities, the the other guy might be instead of a knife collector, like a skin collector and and a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, Ed Gein would <laughs> collect uh, remnants from dead bodies. Yeah, fun. Oh, I think we already referenced Ed Gein, or is this the second week in a row where we've referenced serial killers? Uh, this is just the, no. the second time we've left, referenced skin collection. Left oh, time was the oh. horse, the horse banging. Oh yeah, last week was horse fucking. So. Oh my god, hold Serial on! Serial killers a was a few weeks. Ago. I have a story. <laughs> we mentioned horse, story. horse fucking. Oh my god, I got a story. I thought, <laughs> I thought for sure that this, uh, that the news story that I watched was joking, and it was uh, so concise and and concise is the wrong word. It was a legit story, 
about men living in northern Colombia banging donkeys as a very, very normal part of uh, uh, cultural, like, uh, uh, a normal part of the culture for men, uh, for men and boys gl- growing up in northern Colombia. They really, hey, hon, it's, we're moving. It's not any more complicated. <laughs> like it's not a ritual. It's not like like they literally just the, there's a donkey around. They just bang it. It's yeah, donkey fuck. Yeah, dude. Yeah, well, insane. Yeah, that it, might explain where uh, Steve Sketchin is at, or Steve Ketchin. <laughs> and Which, now, and now that I watched it, it keeps popping up, and uh, you know, because our our phones are listening to us at all times. I watched the one that news little news story on uh, on HBO. It was on uh, you know that Vice Vice News or whatever. Yeah, Vice. <clears throat> and now I've seen it on uh, on Instagram. Just showed me a video of a guy getting um, a silhouette like faded into his hair you know as part of his haircut it's like a silhouette of a guy banging a donkey and they were speaking some some language that sounded like they might have been in Colombia. i don't know but this is a real thing and i mean they interview girls and they're like yeah hopefully they stop once we got married but you know uh but the way it relates to knives is can you kill a donkey with Mm. with the nemesis the arch nemesis dagger wow while while you're sodomizing it or before oh no they're not sodomizing it they're they're going they're going uh, male to female mm. male, male parts well to b- female before parts. you do that before you have sex with any donkeys we at the knife nuts podcast recommend you use your imolent dx80 to mm-hmm. sterilize, sterilize everything area. of course yes mm. absolutely <laughs> yeah, just, you got to be safe when you're fucking donkeys pro tip man you are going to cut this tar- whole section out i hope oh tar- absolutely not <laughs> The no, targeted I'm, afraid, I'm afraid if you sure. cut this section out, you'd be uh, hurting the ones we need the most. Yeah, no, apparently zoophilia is a recurring topic on this podcast. <laughs> I don't even know what to Could- say anymore, guys. <laughs> I- oh, th- this has been fun. I'm, I am loving this. Good. We have. W- w- were we on a knife-related topic before this happened? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we well, still are because... Uh, you know, donkeys Donkey are a killing. great great way to find out if a knife is up to up to the test. Up to snuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. For Lynn Thompson. For, if we want to circle around back to knives, mm-hmm. uh, did anyone see this Kickstarter project that got funded for a knife company mm-hmm. called V Knives, but with no K? V space N I V E S, because exactly what we need is people misspelling knives even more. V Nives. <laughs> Venivs, it got funded, so it is happening, and it's it got forty six, forty seven thousand dollars of a fifty five hundred dollar goal, so it's definitely happening. It doesn't so mean it's happening. It's not, it means somebody has some money. Yeah, <laughs> it's not V knives like the War Admiral and stuff like no, that. No, no, no. Yeah, I know it's a terrible name because there's someone already kind of using that. No, it's not Vladimir. Does Russian name um, knives? Someone's getting a letter. <laughs> <laughs> That is the you, truth. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll send the link. I'm looking at it now. The knives are hideous. If you funded Ye- this, you're a moron. <laughs> Ooh, coming in hot tonight. Yeah, Levon well, doesn't want to be the nice guy anymore. What? He's going to shed his nice guy image. Sorry, but come on now. You gave... Yeah, and... why They don't even look trustworthy. Did you see the people? Look, the, the, the dude, Okay, just because the dude has a ponytail as an adult? Yes. Just because he's got a ponytail. 
let's not discriminate against men with long hair. Some oh of us wear it in a more stylish fashion than a ponytail. Do these people but yeah. look like they needed a Kickstarter? Well, well, this dude apparently Mike uh, Mike Velicamp has worked in the knife industry for forever, which is why it's so odd that these knives seem so ugly. Who's like, do you have a better Velikamp? idea of? He's the guy that is the one that started this Kickstarter. Are we He's sure the guy that's in that just picture? Hmm. Not... He's the guy who apparently testified before Senate. What? Oh, I see yeah. what he's doing in that picture. Hmm. So I thought, he's the one. I thought that was I thought that was Mick Strider. Oh, I mean, it's no. This is like the Walmart brand Mick Strider. I see. It's like the, it's like Valor. those like those memes that are now like with the with the name brand and the and yeah. the discount store version. Now, he's now like the hundred. The, he's the bag the, cereal version of Mick Strider. Now with a hundred percent less strong-armed carjackings. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, but no, these knives like the atmosphere, the one that's got like the milled pattern that looks like clouds, but it also just looks like something was left in acid and was like worn away. No, and it also is like that's like the Q thirty six, the R J Martin Q thirty six blade right there. So that's yeah. not great. And then the useless the, the giant fixed blade, fixed blade Warncliffe. No, no, that's a folder. The Thai Sportster, that is a folder. Oh. And it's also really confusing where these are being made. Like, some are made in America, some are made in Taiwan. There's a whole, there's a matrix explaining it, like a... <laughs> is, it called the, is it called the matrix? matrix? No, the it's just a table. Uh, oh, that would be amazing. Shout out, shout out to all my MATLAB people who have to deal with matrices all day. But, uh, no, seriously. I, you know, they've got $47,000. They're starting. This is going to be a thing. I just Unless uh, they just take the money I don't know and if run, I want of it. course. They're definitely yeah. going to take the money and run. Ooh, did I not warn people about that <laughs> in John Gray's episode? You blanketed Kickstarter mm-hmm. with that. Not Yo, If you just took one look at this guy, you look at him and you say, wow, that guy is definitely going to steal my money. That's why I'm saying, like... How many knives have been produced on Kickstarter? There was the DPX, Hest, Urban, and the Balzano one. So 50% of them were scams. <laughs> You can't argue with those numbers. Yeah, you can't argue with those. I, I mean, F- F- Fellholter did non-knife stuff that he crowdfunded, but in terms of knives, there's been two, and one of them was the Mars folder, which you have to go to fucking Mars yourself to get. Because anyway, Balzano allegedly cool. spent all that money on something else. Balls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Uh, th- that all was right. the thing I was going to ask... Uh, that's the thing I was going to ask Ben at Play HQ about is how much money he stole from them. But oh, too late forgot. now. Yeah, we forgot to bring yeah. that up. They yeah, are. They post about it on Blade Forms. They, yeah, they they have been. They're vocal open about, about the dollar amount that he stole from them. Yeah. Wait, how so. do they have awards for these if they haven't even made them yet? I have no idea two, what those two, awards are. Two thousand nine most innovative knife of the year Blade Show. <laughs> I guess he was a f- he worked on the knife that got that award. I think this is like his his credentials. The company itself didn't. Brian, you won best tactical folder, right? Yeah. How many of those did you have to make to get that award? One. There you go. Hmm. Yeah, but two thousand nine? Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand these awards. Yeah, is it stuff he worked on? Like I, I just I'm I'm very confused. Is he the most innovative knife of the year? Because last I checked he looks like a person, <laughs> not a, a knife. So I'm very confused here. Yeah. I don't know. Very confused, okay. but he apparently he's teaming up with Mikael Willemsen, the uh, the Dutch version of Jason <laughs> no, Brown. I have a theory that they're the same person. 
because no one has ever seen them in the same place. The blade finishes look like Browse um, finish. Oh, oh, there's there's a conspiracy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Don't think they have oh, that. You know he I, he th that satin like finish, Scotch bright satin finish or something. The the overbuff satin. I don't know what you call it. But... Like it like it was done what by someone sitting on an upturned bucket. <laughs> <laughs> in perhaps a country in East Asia. Yes. I don't even want to get anyway. Into that one. Anyway, let's um, let's let's let's. Let's digress, okay? Let's go to something else. So another another person on Instagram asked who our favorite fixed blade makers are. And that's by Adams underscore custom underscore cutlery. I'm going to put out, a, uh, you know, maybe he makes fixed blades and he wants us to talk about him. He does. He does. But he doesn't want us to talk about him. He's actually asking us a question. He, I was going to say, because I'm not sure he makes my favorite fixed blades. So, uh you guys go first. I, I need to decide mine. I think I have one or two in okay. mind. Um, right off the top of my head, uh, Sam Edelman. Edelman Knives. Uh, yeah, he makes He makes cool some stuff. really cool-looking uh, fixed blades. I've only been able to obtain one of his, and it's a tiny little Tanto Necker in Domestiel. And it's, like, one of the most gorgeous, gorgeous objects that I own. It is beautiful. Ow, my fuck. choice here. Oh, oh my! <laughs> Jesus Sorry. Christ! What just happened? I don't know. Something's just stabbing me in the inside of the foot. A metal chip, I guess. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> someone's gonna be listening to that in the car, and they're dead. Fucking, <laughs> fucking wreck. Oh my god. I was gonna say it would wake them up. They were asleep, but I don't know how the, they're gonna sleep oh, with the wild the, shit the that we said. The poor guy so that just told me he uh, started listening at work, and his now his boss thinks he's like some knife wielding lunatic or something like that, and he, he keeps laughing oh, he his ass off, and now. getting his attention, and yeah, that's gonna go over well. How about the sixteen-year-old um, that listens to our podcast? His parents are gonna <laughs> oh, come yeah. for us next. Come yeah, at I our think next. We recommend oh, yeah. to be eighteen years old or older to listen to this. Yeah, we're gonna be. I do have the explicit label the on Marilyn iTunes. Manson uh, casualties of, of the <laughs> knife podcast world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when well, they blame us for shooting up a school. Oh, no. I'm not gonna finish oh, that one. Oh, that one's oh. gonna get edited out. That's gonna get edited out. That one's <laughs> not getting the FBI come here. <laughs> Anyway, my favorite fixed blade maker, this is not really uh, a dark horse choice, is Cost Knives. I think they're in, like, Brazil. They make, uh, they, they win, like, every year for best fixed blade at, it's, I don't know how many makers it is. Let's see. Claudio Alejandro Sobral and Ariel Ricardo Sobral. <laughs> yep. And they make incredible, they do their own San Mai, and it is gorgeous. Uh, let me send the link. And you can feast your eyes on yes. these things. Yes. Um they're ridiculous. And then my other other one, more modern, would be Ben Tendrick, who makes some really cool, like, Japanese-inspired stuff, but in very modern steels. I love any knives that have an actual metal guard on them. Not an integral oh, yeah. guard, but, like, a guard mm -hmm. added. I love that when people do that. And his tantos with the, with the guard and the sukamaki, or however it's pronounced, is awesome. Sukamaki. Big fan. The, the Japanese handle wrap. Oh. You mean the Ito wrap? That's what. The, it's called yeah, the, e e the Ito. Yeah, the katana style. Yeah, it's rap. called the Ito. Yeah, but the the process of doing it is like soup soup. Uh, Shut blah, up. I don't know. You're not Japanese. Japanese. Um, I, I that's correct. Another one of my favorite fixed blades 
is uh, my John Gray accomplice. I use that all the time. And which is a weird thing to say because he makes like a billion of that. Not, he doesn't make a billion. He makes a lot of accomplice fixed blades and they all look completely different. So I love mine. Some mm -hmm. of them are, are really wacky, but mine's just a, a nice hollow grind. Uh, just a really cool uh, utilitarian knife. I use that all the time. Oh, for production fixed blades, I love the Cold Steel Trail Ooh. Master. It is the knife I've owned the longest time and will never get rid of. I love that thing. Mm. It's just such a classic-looking design. The Trail Master is really awesome. As much for as much shit as Cold Steel gets, the Trail Master is. Oh, this 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 question that he asked is actually it go. It starts out with fixed blade makers. Then he asks who our favorite folder makers are and our favorite steels and hardnesses for the steels. This is a very deep question. This could be the Let whole. Me tell you what, this we'll, talk is, about, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about the fixed blades today. I promise. The other stuff will yeah, come. Layers up. To this shit. We're like onions. That's the same emails. That's the emails I get to make a pivot change. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but yes, Adam. Thank. Well, Adam, thank you for your comment. I promise we will answer those soon. He also in subsequent episodes. in subsequent episodes. That's right. Um. Let's see. I'm looking here. Uh, Bar Barry. I don't think we Barry got Barry is just uh, likes hearing himself talk on here. Uh, our problem is that we shit post on our own posts, and I think it deters people from actually posting on. Yeah, because the first comment on here is is you talking about wanting to hear an on air suicide. Yeah. So. Uh, talk about good low budget knife sharpeners for the listeners who can't afford the high end systems from underscore knife guy. Well, my first recommendation is get a less I deliberately <laughs> ignored that one because of how boring it was. I mean, yeah, I don't really have any interesting answers that the rest of the internet doesn't have. Get a sharp maker yeah, sharp. or a Lansky. Yeah, Lan Lansky or sharp maker. We love you. Keep listening. To Whatever our you podcast. do, just don't don't <laughs> don't buy a work sharp. <laughs> Especially the regular work sharp, and then fuck all your knives up. Just don't do that. <laughs> you know what's better? You know what's the cheapest thing to do? Learn how to freehand, and you can get super cheap ass oh, silicon carbide zones. Yeah, I know. Here he goes with the freehanding. No one does freehand. Freehand is the is the freehand master of, race uh, of sharpening. No, it's the freehand master race. <laughs> we are superior to you because you have to set your bevels. We can just sharpen whatever weird ass bevel the person from the just factory. Just take your did. fixed gear and and leave. Okay. <laughs> nah, I I I mean I got that hapstone and I still haven't touched it because well one I don't have anything to sharpen with it but two I just don't feel like reprofiling a knife so that it has perfectly even bevels when I could just match whatever the person did that sharpened it before freehand because all knives are sharpened freehand most yeah, more or less factory of you yeah most a lot of guys use belts I yeah a lot of guys just do it on in belts. I spent too so much. I spent too much time. By the time I get to the end, I don't care if it takes me five, ten minutes to do it. I rather just uh, have it perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, yeah, that's fair. Well, maybe maybe Wicked Edge will come out with some sintered diamond stones you can use that you don't rip through immediately. Yeah, well, I'm putting a little too much pressure on them. I know that. I'm just trying to get them done. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, with the sintered diamonds, you can use yeah. as much pressure as you want. Yeah, they're pretty cool. He. What we've learned from, from this podcast, let's recap. Um, people who write letters about about name changes are douchebags. Um, people in Colombia fuck donkeys. What else? I, I'm a sellout. 
was basically what you guys have said i don't i don't even remember this is gonna be fun to listen back to what else have we said fixed blades are cool sometimes (laughs) sometimes Sometimes. i i've i have bought more fixed blades and sold them than like i don't know anything else i just every time i get one i just can't hold on to it because Mm -hmm. i have no lee lerman is we can't carry him where we are you know so oh shit that sucks i i mean i even if you can carry them it's just you look like, like a douchebag when you do Yes, I didn't want to say it, but you look like you watch Sons of Anarchy too much, and you look like a raging. You look bed. like you might wear well, a denim have. vest over a leather jacket. Mm. Correct. You, I mean, you, you, you genuinely just look like a Sons of Anarchy hardo when you have like a seven-inch fixed blade that you EDC. I mean, all the power to you, but that's that's what. And you, you ride it. Like. No, but even like small, you ride even trip. small fixed blades. It's like, <laughs> what am I going to do with a small fixed blade that I can't do with a folder? Like I don't need to go out and baton shit on my daily like my daily life. So I, a fixed blade serves no real advantage to me. It just is harder to carry. I around. agree. Like I mean, but more expensive too. What folders or a fixed blade? Folders. Yeah, true. But they're more interesting, I think, inherently because there's you know a mechanism. Well, I guess it depends <laughs> on what you do. I, it's, I I see the guys who carry fixed blades. I feel they really use them. Compared mm-hmm. to you EDC guys that use your shit yeah, to open mail, to open your gum, whatever, that bullshit. You know, these guys, the guys who carry those are, you know, using them in hunting, they're using them when they're fishing. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. You know, they're, it's more hunting, of a tool than hunting and fishing shit. is not, hunting and fishing is not EDC or, or everyday. It's literally not the same thing. No, I agree. In my, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, if you're, if you're going to go hunting or fishing, yeah, you're probably going to want a fixed blade. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Likewise, if you're going to go b- into your backyard and start batoning shit, you're probably going to want a fixed blade. <laughs> you wouldn't want a knife. <laughs> yeah, but just use an axe. I disagree. Cold Somebody, steel no- makes... That's why cold steel, I think, exists. N- nothing well. rattles people up more like talking about batoning folders. Mm-hmm. That's just a real way. That's just a, a great way to get people all riled up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no strong feelings about it. If you want to ruin your own knives, do it. <laughs> like advanced knife, bro. If you want to ruin every knife you buy, go for it. I think I think we just gotta have advanced knife, bro. Not as a guest. I think he just needs to be on this show. So we need five hosts. Five hosts. <laughs> that won't make anything. You, you want to just replace me with him? I'm fine with that. Wow. No, we're replacing Levon since he's the one with the scheduling problems. That's true. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. Yo, how about this, guys? Uh, so do you, I, this has been public for a while, but I don't know if you knew. Do you know that if you do not have a certificate of authenticity with your Shirogorov, you can't get it warrantied? Like, there's no warranty service if it does if you buy it secondhand, basically? That's because it's the same as the Chinese one sold on Ali, AliExpress. <laughs> The only yeah, it's just crazy. So basically, you can't buy a Shirogorov. I mean, I guess if if they send you the the warn the certificate of authenticity with it, which I think are only issued by ones that are sold from Recon One. I guess if you buy one secondhand that's also been bought from Recon One, you can get it warranted. But it seems crazy to spend nine hundred dollars on a Shiro, and then there is no support afterwards because what I'm gonna go ahead and say is a money making scheme. See, I, I, before, I've had a lot of people ask me for stuff like that. Do you have a certificate of authenticity or, you know, the born on? I don't know. I feel like these days you can copy that shit and just as good as 
Yeah, seriously. The yeah. original you can copy the knife piece right. of paper is not. The, I mean, exactly. It's not the know. limiting factor. So what difference? And, and if you only have one of them, how do you know it's the right one? You know, how do you know it's a real one or not? It, it's stupid. So well, well that's well, that. that's the real problem, Brian. Like, and that's what makes me say that there's literally no difference with the Shiragorov that you buy on AliExpress versus the one you may buy from Recon One. Maybe. Well, gonna buy two of them now. No, nah. you, you you bought one of my uh, my Chinese knives. I didn't buy that. <laughs> don't yeah, don't some, point your finger. Some sucker on a forum bought that and then gave it to me for next to nothing, so I could do something fun with it. And then I failed at doing something fun with it. Yeah. It'll be funny. Did and you get I, a Did you get a certificate of authenticity with that one? Of course. That that would be hysterical. <laughs> yeah, it's an authentic fake. It's got it's a picture of you with your family and everything. It's uh, it's legit. And your address and social security number. <laughs> <laughs> it comes with one free Brian Nadeau's life. Yes. It comes with a VR simulator where you're Brian. <laughs> you get like. That would be a very boring game. That would be the worst yeah. game ever. It would be a really boring game. Yo, I want to play a VR simulator of Brian's life. I'd love, life I love people life. to play that. I think you should have to do that just to get one of my knives. So now you know what the fuck I'm going through. Yeah. <laughs> you have to complete you have to complete the you Brian deal with, simulator. You have to deal with 10 customers. <laughs> all, and, yes. You have to sit down at a virtual computer and type out an email, but like <laughs> You know the 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 Oculus like hand things aren't that great, so you're like misspelling everything. <laughs> you have to keep going back and deleting the emails, and it takes you all day, and you haven't made any knives. And you reach for the bong, and you like yeah. miss grab it, and it just falls yes. and smashes. Yeah, if if if, if you burn, if you shatter the bong, you never get a knife ever. <laughs> That's what... Oh my god, I cannot wait for the VR simulator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's it's different better than, level. It's better than that knifey flip shit. Yeah, flippy knife. Flippy knife. <laughs> Knifey flip. <laughs> Whatever the fuck it is, I don't know. <laughs> Two words. Yo, yeah, no, the Brian, the Brian, I'm so excited for the Brian Nino VR experience. That's how you have to limit the options, Brian. You have to, they have to see how many bomb rips <laughs> they can take. <laughs> yes. So if they complete level one, that's one, one bong rip. Two bong rips, you get to pick an anodized color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, Three bong I, rips, Damascus. I really wish, to, you know, with all serious, you know, I wish there was a way I can get people to get their act together and still be able to offer them the options, you know. It's, it, unfortunately, they're making me not going to be able to do it. Yeah, I think for the podcast, we're just going to have to, like, clandestinely put a webcam in your mm-hmm. shop. So people can just watch a live stream of you all day and understand the pain. Oh my uh, dude, God. just do a nanny cam. It, that's that, so that easy. Would be, that would be I'm hysterical. I just, I'm excited. For, Next time I can't wait to license the, the Brian Nadeau VR experience. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> See me here when I'm flipping out, bat slamming shit, throwing shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> before we circle back around to that, I, I'd say that it's a nice time to end this, this, uh, this tirade. Okay. What do you guys think? We do have wingding of the week. Okay, we'll do the wingding of the week. Wait, then... Jake, you didn't get to talk about your dick folder. I feel bad. Yeah, I just folder. and especially because they're at G nine right now, uh, and hopefully I'll be able to get a hold of someone uh, who can maybe do a little remote uh, uh, interview for me, or maybe we can get him on the podcast. Uh, so, uh, 
Cooley, the Cooley Custom. Hang on, let me, let me pull up my thing here. Um, Customize has been... Uh, I just didn't know that I was so interested in, in the possibility of uh, 3D printing blade. We all know that you can 3D print uh, plastic and, and even metal and, uh, you know... Um, Lion Steel did the 3D printed um, centered metal frame, and to me, that's all old news compared to the fact that now there is a, a type of steel called MS1 that can be additive um, manufactured, and then it and then accept the heat treat. Now it doesn't get like you know 65, 70, like uh, you know uh, Maximit or anything like that, but it gets into the 54, 55 range. I want to say. Uh, and, and I think that this opens up another little interesting pocket of, uh, uh, you know, knife design to be able to, you know, use um, that additive uh, manufacturing technique. So he, he's the only one I see doing it. And um, I wanted to shout out to him and, you know, basically say, give us a, you know, give us a call or email or tell, or tell me how this is working out. Tell me what's good about it. What's bad about it. I want to learn more. I want to know more about this dick knife. I thought, is, did yeah. he 3D print the dick knife? That I don't know. I don't think he 3D printed that. That's just one of his knives. Yeah, oh, okay. Why did you send that to us, though? You wanted to talk about that, right? That's one of his, that is one of his knife designs. Uh, just, you know, legitimately. All right, that'll go in the show notes. It's a dick <laughs> knife. I don't know how else to describe it. It's, uh, it's a dick. You know, until um, 3D printing we, gets, yeah. gets fast, you know, it's always faster to remove the material than it is to build it up at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eventually, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. When you, when you, but that's the thing is when you're dealing with, you know, Brian and you and I talked about this at your shop uh, the last time I was there. When you're deal in certain situations where you have to do processes on a knife after the hardening sequence, it really becomes very very difficult. And maybe having this as an option will sort of open things up a little bit. I mean, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but anytime something like this comes around, you know there's going to be uh, op new opportunities. Of course, of course. I mean, until you until it's out there, you don't really know what you can even expect. Well, you know? um, apparently it's out there. He's he's already got knives made out of this uh, MS1 and 3D printed. Check out his, yeah, uh, I, I, his yeah, Instagram. I saw it. I, saw it. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I was watching what he was doing. But he's um, at G9 right now, so I wanna, I'm gonna, maybe we'll contact John or someone we know out there and get them to bend his ear for a second see if they can get some info about how well it's working and you know ups and downs i just want to know more about it you know that technology is really good for things that are awkward shapes that you can't mm -hmm. really machine or hold on to different a knife it's kind of i mean to say you can do it is, it is is awesome and i hope it can go somewhere but um i don't necessarily know that that's the best proceed you know that's the best option for for knives you know Maybe maybe that's how you can finally start making 3D pocket clips, Brian. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Don't do it. Don't give in. Don't, don't listen to him. Uh, yeah, for, the for the price range that I'm in, I can't do that. Yeah. Do is, it. is the running joke that we're never going to be at any uh, at any show, though? I'm uh, still planning on being... We're already going to go to uh, Nick's, right? I yes. can't. I'll be in Baltimore. So, so the running joke is that you're not going to any. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone keeps asking why were, were we at Blade. Well, hey, Brian, you represented us at Blade, but then we're not at G9. Yeah, yeah. Just... I mean, personally, I think if you guys are going, to, if if you want to continue with this, you really should show up to to Blade at least. 
if you if you went to Blade, you don't have to go to anything else. But you yeah. should show up to that. And <laughs> trust me, dude, you and your next wit will fit right in. <laughs> you... hmm. All right, yeah. so who's your who's your donkey of the day or whatever the fuck it's called? <laughs> yeah. no, this is only loosely inspired by Donkey of the Day. I did not steal this from Power 105. <laughs> this is not stolen from the Breakfast Club at all. Uh, I'm going to give Wig Dig of the Week to prolific horse fucker Steve Ketchin. We gave him a preliminary one last week, uh, but this time I think we've got to upgrade it fully. He didn't meet any of the deadlines. He's got a bunch of people's knives. He's got a bunch of people's money. He's now banned from Blade Forums because he didn't respond to anyone. And, you know, like... Why does this keep happening? You know, like, uh, Gojira, the French metal band, made an album and that is awesome called The Way of All Flesh. I feel like we need to record one called The Way of All Pimpers. And this just seems to be, I don't know what it is. And it's almost like I've gotten so cynical about this that it's becoming not productive being this cynical. But why is every knife pimper do this? Like, I don't get it. How does it happen with every single one? So what may do they do? I, they, start, I, they start taking money and then can't come through with the knives? Well, the thing is, this guy had a system where he wouldn't take that many knives at a time. He would, like, email you when he was ready, and then you would send him your knife, and then he would work on it. He wouldn't just be like, oh, let me take it now, and I'll get to it eventually. But I don't know. He still somehow it got away from him. He stopped responding to people, didn't send any money, and then, you know, these people are getting in touch with the police, his local sheriff department. Like, Okay, so it was still the pimp. It was to pimp their knives, not to make whole Yeah, it knives. was to make scales. It was, to, okay. it was not a knife maker. It was a knife pimper. The, the distinction here is that this seems to happen extremely often with people modifying knives. Mm-hmm. I guess... Oh, well, they're uh, the, obviously less... Um, there's less... Uh, money. Not just money, but... Uh, <laughs> there's plenty of money. It seems there's there's a huge demand for this. Yeah, you're they're not as they're not as bought in. They're not as uh, dedicated. They're, they're not as committed. Thank you. That's the word I was trying to say. Yeah. So, but this all I'm so afraid of commitment. I couldn't all, say the word. Huh. This all comes around to what we were talking about earlier about the flavor of the week. Why would someone want to get their knife pimped? I have no idea. I mean, well, sca- the, mates- the obvious choice, the obvious reason that I'm trying, I was trying to get one of you to say <laughs> is that they want something unique. Yes, everyone wants something unique. Right. Mm-hmm. And they see the opportunity to get something unique at a low cost, relatively low cost. To a custom knife. And, to a custom knife. And they, they jump on that. The, the next person that says, I will acid wash your blade and I will put texture on your G10. They give them the money and they I'll, say, here I'll you go. Orange peel the handles. I need that rock pattern. Yeah. <laughs> They'll do that, and then and then they get sucked into it, and they're like, "Oh man, that guy just ran away with my cash." I mean, like, yeah, it has happened to so many people. It's crazy. I mean, I mean it's, it's happened to same. me. Has it happened to any of you guys? Levan, you don't really get your knives pimped very often. No, we usually end up getting drunk and trying to pimp them Doing ourselves. It yourself. Yeah, yeah, we we definitely pimp whiskey pimp pickle pimp our own knives and and are mm-hmm. proud proud to do yeah. so what about I mean, shepherd I mean, uh shepherd cc i, I, I mean since oh I'm he not, got banned yeah, yeah he's banned off platforms he, he disappeared was like banned too. and then he came back and it what's Yo, crazy that guy is was he, he they had, let him cook for way too long he had such a great <laughs> reputation i actually recommended him right before he disappeared well, so uh, did steve ketchin to a, yeah, he to was a great and and then i guess he just got screwed that sucks he, Yo, steve ketchin did my iron dragon the emerson oh, that i have right. i've posted about this guy being like oh look at this great scale that i got it was completely painless when he made my scale and yet like this guy had a great reputation gone shepherd cc he he fucked up a bunch of times he's gone too 
Wow. Like who's left? Josh at Razor Edge Knives, and then yeah, Fanatic T- Edge. Troy, Troy Sharp, TWS. Oh yeah, yeah. He just does what like anodizing though. There's definitely reliable anodizers because anodizing is so much more simple in comparison to some of these other things. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're getting scammed, if you're scamming people from just anodizing, that's that's real low. <laughs> I mean, I got to tell you that like the whole, it's really died down quite a bit. But there were times when pe- there was a time when people were spending like. Five hundred dollars to get their like Boker Yo. Quake and pimp. No, it's crazy. Um, you remember Alex Dietz? Does anyone remember yeah. him? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. So he definitely he ripped. I he almost ripped off me. I got out by the skin of my teeth and got my knife. <laughs> almost, I got yes. my knife back. Uh, it was just it was a pain in the ass. But he ripped a ton of people off. One guy had him pimp his uh, Anso Nemo, which is a, an old custom Anso, and do like Mokume bolsters and carbon fiber scales for it oh my spent god hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of dollars and apparently he just fucked it up a bunch of times and then i don't even know if the guy ever got the knife back but like yeah people were spending dumb money on knife pimping back in the day i remember Although, jim skelton did like did that boker quaking with like uh mokutai scales yeah full mokutai that was ridiculous Insane. i remember that era yeah, that was a yeah, thing. Was like the the uh, the the Quaken had an entire era for. Uh, <clears throat> there were even some on Blade HQ that were like being so pre pimped by outside sources and then making it onto a real site. Here's the here's the that was the the chicken before the egg type of thing going on or the you know that sort of conundrum. Now we have that's why we have eight hundred dollar Chinese knives now. <laughs> yeah. Yes, so you can get Mokutai that someone it's, didn't. It's exactly <laughs> what it is. That is why we have those, and that's why they are the flavor of the week. She's just the flavor of the week. An Instagram hype beast of a of a knife for a little while. It's like, oh my god, no. Uncle Ty. No, yeah. the true the true hype beast thing right now is getting the ridiculous Cerakotes. Like the multicolored worn Cerakote finishes. Oh yeah, 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 the Deadpool finish. The That's the hype shit right everywhere. now. I always liked the blood warm thing, like when it was new, and I st- I'll still go for a. a um, Wait, what did you just call it? Blood worn. Uh, blood worn. Yeah, that's yeah. really lame. And then that, the, so- uh... that sounds like a that sounds that sounds like a gun guy thing. Yeah, yeah that sounds like a, a shitty hot topic metal band from like 2002. Yeah, we're 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 blood worn, and uh, this is our first single, uh, Donkey <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> And then uh, Blood Worn is a grindcore band. Yeah, well, you at least should uh, approve of I the Stormtrooper any, fame. Anything Stormtrooper, yeah. Um, oh yeah, that, that's just my. That's just there should name. be no other theme but Stormtrooper theme. Yeah, but that's it's white. And it's not played out. Black is my it, oh, it is, like but it, but it, but it's yeah. black and white. I mean, yeah, it's like having Time Attack wheels on your car. Yeah. Which oh. is mad oh, played yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, Time Attack or Work Emotions. <laughs> okay, work work emotions are beautiful. Don't ever yeah. insult work emotions or work VSXS VSXXs. <laughs> don't don't insult work wheels as a whole. I'm coming as the wild JDM fanboy. Oh, here. okay. How about BBSRSs? No, that's for the that's for the Euro trash. Euro trash one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the work, work emotions are fantastic. Okay, we're done. Yes. Thanks. No more car talk. Uh, Yo, there well, was a show called Car Talk. Those people died. We can take over. Uh, well, one guy's still alive. Yeah. Yes, one of them is alive. But He probably cries himself to sleep over every night because his friend is dead. It was his brother. Oh, yeah. Let's make, oh, it, let's make it sadder. Right. Got dark again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how we do. Anyway. <laughs> but that, 
the burned down house Cerakote that Brian oh, <laughs> was, that's my favorite Cerakote I've ever seen burned so, fucked that, up. that was Cerakote? that was funny that was, Cer- that was apparently incinerated remain Cerakote like, well, he's you know, I thought he literally took a, took a rosebud torch and just like heated the fuck out of the whole knife. Oh, uh, no, maybe it's not. I have no idea what it is. I oh, the blade was Cerakote. I don't know if the rest of it was. I have no idea what that is. I would call it. it does, a, I would call it a house fire finish. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, like it, it was. It was like recovered yeah. from a house fire. That's what it looks yeah. like. It definitely does look like that. Yes. <laughs> I can see how some people might like it. Yeah, not that one. But but some of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was that movie in the eighties about the firefighter and the house catching on fire? Backdraft. The thing where you like backdraft. Back yeah. <laughs> backdraft finish. You know they made a ride of that at Universal Studios Florida. Why would you? I don't know. You could Does go. Kurt Russell come talk to you. I think so. Actually. <laughs> yeah. That's Kurt the... Russell backdraft finish. Yes. Universal Yikes. Studios, Florida. Get slimed at Nickelodeon Studios while you're there. <laughs> and, right. Anyway. Uh, That's a good place, Dad. Yes. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Um, as always, I'm Levon. Uh, you can find me at Metal Levon on Instagram. That's with one L. Um, as well as on the Knife Nuts on KnifeNuts.net. I'm Dave. Underscore misanthropy on Instagram, misanthropia everywhere else, YouTube, Blade Forms. And uh, don't forget about the, the giveaway. If you've listened oh, yeah. this far, we're definitely doing that Kaiser Rape Whistle giveaway. I forget what the requirements were. Just listen back to, like, I don't know, 30 minute mark or something around there. <laughs> if you've made you made it this get far. Get yourself your own rape whistle. Uh, I'm Jake. I'm still Whiskey Pickle Jake. And I'm just going to say, uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram. That's fine. But I'm. I'm I'm, pro- I'm just telling people to go to the website. Just knifenuts.net. I think that's that's the best we thing. We have to pretty do. banner images now. Yeah. I, I tried. I tried. Let us know what you want to see on the website, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Brian. Yeah, I'm Brian. Don't call me. I'll call you. <laughs> Excellent. Exactly. Uh, thanks, right. as always, everyone. Good night. Thanks. Take Later. it easy.